Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today we will be discussing David Moyes and why he must be sacked by West Ham United. Now, West Ham, they've been performing very, very badly. I think that is quite obvious. Their league position is currently 18th, which, if they are still there coming the end of the season, will result in them being relegated. So, something has to change and, in my opinion, it should be David Moyes being sacked. Do you share that opinion, Harry? I think so. I mean, for me... He's done well. He has done well. But we, we even saw last year, when they did well, I mean, I look at the overly games as well, you know, they had a big chance in the Open League, and they yeah. bottled it. And I do feel, as good as Dave Moyes did last year, with a more European-experienced manager, or a better manager, they would have done a lot better last year, and then really, therefore, this season, they wouldn't be doing as badly. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's indisputable that what David Moyes has done for West Ham is sensational. I mean, there's no way they'd be in the position they are now without him. But there comes a time where you have to say, look, you've done the best you yeah. can do. Now it's time to move on. If West Ham, if West Ham want to keep progressing, they have to move on from and David Moyes. I, the thing is, for me, is that at this moment, you know, we sit here and talk about this, West Ham... Still can resurrect the lead, league. Yeah. They could still, you know, win a European trophy. They could, you know, they're still in the FA Cup. They're still in competitions. Yeah. So if they change it now, there's a chance that they do something in those competitions. If they don't change it now, they're going to end up out of those competitions. And this season yeah. is going to be a massive, massive failure. Yeah, I am conflicted on David Moyes because I've seen the trailer for his... He's done a podcast with Stephen Bartlett, which I was surprised about. It's rare you see managers talk in such an open and intimate way. But yeah, so I'll be listening to that at some point. But I saw the trailer and it was it's... You know, you can obviously see he is ambitious. Moyes wants to achieve a lot in the game. I just don't know if he's the right fit for West Ham. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I think like this season has not been good enough. And the first point I want to bring up that I've seen a lot of West Ham fans complain about is that they are persisting, or sorry, Moyes is persisting with out-of-form favourites. The most notably of such is Thomas Suchek. He's not. He's struggled this season, hasn't he, uh, Suchek? It's strange, because last two seasons at West Ham, he's looked brilliant. Yeah. He scores some great goals. He's always scores from a corner at least five times a season. <laughs> And he just looked like he usually looks like a really yeah. solid midfielder. This season, it's like a completely different player for me. Yeah, I don't want to completely single him out. Of course, I've, there's not been many West Ham players performing yeah, well. Look at how Bowen, even Declan like, Rice, Joe yeah, Bowen, Bowen and yeah. Rice. Were f- yeah, and I thought, I thought last year the one piece they're missing was a top quality striker. They so bought a top that. quality striker. It's made it worse. Which I, I'm not saying it's Kamaka's fault, but was surprising. Yeah, it hasn't clicked seemingly between David Moyes and Gianluca Scamacca. Another point, of course, on David Moyes, pointless substitutions were something I saw regularly mentioned. And I've noticed it a few times myself this season. Like for like, too many times he'll bring on Antonio for Scamacca or do something, you know, something very similar like a Soufal Ben Johnson switch achieves very little. They're both similar players, so... Yeah, a lot of like-for-like, but also a lot of late substitutions where actually the game is already out of reach and that's when he's making his changes. Little late to react. Similar criticisms are levelled at Gareth Southgate. I know we often moan that he doesn't react soon enough to problems. He's not proactive either. He's reactive. And I think Moyes is very similar in that regard. Another thing he shares similarly with Gareth Southgate is his defensive approach. 
And while obviously this was key the last few seasons for West Ham to get big results, it's not that necessary anymore. West Ham are a good side. They're a team stacked with very, very talented players. They're a very different team to the team that he first played. They're a European team. You can't set up defensive when you're gunning for top six. Maybe if you're playing West Ham, everyone sets up... Sorry, if you're playing Man City, everyone sets up defensive. If you're playing Liverpool, everyone sets up defensive. But it seems every game for West Ham is... You can't play Southampton at home and part of the bus. Yeah, which it has looked like they're doing a few too many times this season. And also, linked into that point, refusal to change tactics despite a personnel change. It sort of led to players who've come in looking like they're performing badly. Mm. I mean, Lucas Paqueta's really struggled to adapt, but I don't think he's been helped out by some really rigid tactics, yeah. very stubborn approach from David Moyes. I mean, and I... then on top of that, he's been playing some players massively out of position. I do think that obviously Jared Bell was a massive part uh, of their success last year and you know, his goal-scoring yeah. ability. Haven't seen that from him this year, but I don't think that's necessarily... Half it, obviously, you know, you can put on him, but I think the other half, you, you know, service to him just hasn't been the same. And yeah. Last year, they built the team around him. This year, they just haven't built the there, team. There is no centre point to this West Ham no. team at all, but maybe... We could change that with a managerial appointment. Now, who should replace him? There's a lot of options out there. I've seen names like Ruben Amarim, who I don't think is the right fit at all for West Ham, but very talented manager indeed. I've seen Ralph Harsenhutl, which stunned me that Harsenhutl would even be considered for this. It's it's really difficult to call this one because it kind of feels like you need a manager... Who knows what he's doing in a you know mid-table, low, you know, bottom half dogfight? But you also need a European yeah. quality manager that could win you the Conference League. I've also seen Sean Dyche linked, who's done both. He's not going to win the Conference but, League. Well, we did date Burnley to European football. And how did they do? Well, we don't need to talk about that exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the person I think is most suited has done it at both ends of the table. It's Mauricio Pochettino. This makes a lot of sense. In my opinion. I mean, he's got the two things we just mentioned. Southampton, the mid-table, bottom-half dogfight. Yeah. Tottenham, the, you know, fighting for Europe. I mean, he got mm. to the Champions League final. Yeah, he did. It didn't win it, but I don't think West Ham necessarily need a, you know, a trophy-winning, experienced manager. I think manager. they want a good run. They the need end, someone who's going to excite the fans again. Yeah. And I think Pochettino's perfect for that. And they, he's definitely good enough to win trophies. Yeah. He just hasn't yet. Because, he because he's with Tottenham and they don't win trophies. And they did win stuff at PSG because it's PSG and they win everything. Exactly. But yeah, Pochettino, the positives, he is an expert at cultivating exciting football. When we watch a Pochettino team, it's very exciting. In fact, I saw someone put this perfectly the other day about Tottenham in general. They love a hipster manager who plays really exciting football, but they never win anything. I, I mean, I Pochettino is the perfect fit for this. Team yeah. around Harry Kane and Sonny built this Southampton team around the likes of Mane and Pele. Um, Pele, not Pele. Pele was not at Southampton. No, I don't, um, I don't remember that bit. Right? In no. like eight years, that no, sixty years old. So I just to play for Southampton. Um, but yeah, he'll he'll take your best players, build mm. a team around them, and win you games of football. And when you've got you know, individual quality like Bowen, like Skamaka, like Rice, yeah, you know it's. It'll be a good fit. And I think that attack of 
you know, West Ham's will work so perfectly with the Pochettino system. Yeah. If you give Pochettino the keys to Benrahma, Paqueta, Bowen, Skamaka, they're going to play some beautiful football. And I, th- I think his high pressing, his attacking four-two-three-one system is absolutely perfect. Yeah, I think they've got I mean, the exact four-two-three-one anyway. They've pretty much got the right fit of squad already, and we know West Ham have the money to invest, which is what Tottenham never did. But we've seen that Brady is incredibly determined to take West Ham right to the top. That's been their game plan at West Ham since the very start, and I think they are very much on the path to it. But they need to bring in a manager who they can quite easily identify exactly the players they need, bring them in, and get some consistent results. And I think Pochettino, employ him, bring him in now, perfect. Because you've got January, you've got a few weeks to get it, you know the tactics embedded. I think it's the only way you're going to take anything for the next few weeks. Yeah. My fear is that West Ham look at keep David Moyes ahead of this Everton game. Now this we are recording on Monday, so Moyes hasn't been sacked yet. He may well have been sacked by the yeah. time this goes out, but Yeah, if he if he hasn't, then I think they'll keep him for the Everton game, obviously. If he wins that, do they then keep him on? And I think that yeah. is the problem. Moyes has do, is doing just enough. Especially because they're still in Europe to keep his job at the moment. I think unlocks at Everton, however, could spell the end. I think even a draw would. And I did see another comment that um, if West Ham Everton was a draw, we could see for the first time ever both Premier League managers being sacked. Yeah. Which would be, <laughs> mean, make sense. Both are struggling yeah, at the moment. Lampard massive, and Moyes. Uh, Everton and then Derby in the FA Cup. They are massive games because, I mean, they are. I feel sorry for Moyes, but after that, they've got Newcastle, Chelsea and Tottenham on the bounce. But I, I think they can take points from them with Pochettino. But yeah. you have to bring him in now and you have to give him the Everton game and I don't think they'll do that. Or if you sack him off the Everton if game, not, they, give him the yeah, Derby game. They've got to get Pochettino no as quickly as possible. Team, they could still beat Derby. Yeah. And if they're not looking at Poch, if Poch isn't interested, potentially, which I don't think... Is out. You know, I think it is a tough appointment. I definitely don't think you go for Gerard, but you could look at Hulmund. Yeah, who's done a lot of good work throughout his. I'm trying to think of the managers that sacked career. during the World Cup. Well, Roberto Martinez, but it looks like he he's, he's in Portugal now, him. isn't he? Yeah. But he was one of the names I saw floated about. Uh, some name I can't pronounce. No, no one wants him. Yeah. <laughs> the Albania management set. Get him, Eduardo Rea. He's, he's only eighty. Uh, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, who, what other managers have gone? No. If you look at the Premier League, then Tuchel, of course, would be a fantastic appointment. I, I just don't see it happening. But we've seen him come in in January and win a European Chief trophy. Head, exactly. He would be a brilliant one-season wonder. Get into the FA Cup quarters, win them the conference yeah. league, get them to like 12th or, you know, you know, try and get top 10. And then next season they'll probably be rubbish, but then they'll get sacked. And then we play for Sean Dyche. Yeah, I think we've looked at the managers long enough. Shall yeah. we discuss West Ham United squad? We love to do a keeper <laughs> sale here where we'll look through the West Ham squad as we have done with teams like Chelsea and Southampton in recent weeks and decide whether the players should stay or go. Keep us up, basically. But the first of which, then, is Lukasz Fabianski. Is he staying, in your opinion? I mean... If we're talking right now, yes, has to because yeah. Randolph can't start and Ariola's injured. Yeah, but still, I think Ariola. We'll talk about all the goalkeepers in one, really, since they relate yeah. quite strongly. But I think Ariola, if Potch was to come in, would start because he he's good. He at, been, he's good with the ball at his feet. I know, but obviously he's been out injured for a lot yeah, of seasons. Yeah, but yeah. I think 
if Potts was to come in, he'd Where want Ariel um, starting. That Martin bloke gone. He was like 39 already. No, Darren Martin. Yeah, David Martin. Martin. He, he was wasn't, a youngster, he wasn't, wasn't he? Wasn't young, look at him. His dad would like in the ground. Yeah. He'd be 39 and have a dad. His dad was like 40, though. Maybe I got swear married David young. Martin maybe, was a maybe I don't think so. He's a young goalkeeper that in really. I could have sworn he was like. Nothing else happened. I to thought him. he was old, and they gave had to give him a shot, and he did well. I don't know. I might be wrong there. But uh, yeah, Fabianski would be the perfect backup to Ariel. Obviously, Fabianski was backup at Arsenal right for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would would fit that role quite nicely. Onto the defenders then, Ben Johnson. Like him. I think he's a very good player. I think he's a sensational player. Not only that, but he's incredibly versatile, being able to play either fullback to a very high standard. Okay, no, no, I take it back. He's 36. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I think Ben Johnson's a very good player. Obviously, he came to the West Ham Academy, and I think yeah, there's no, no okay, reason to get rid of him. player that Poch would love if Poch plays. If Poch, yeah, if, if if Poch, Poch was playing with him, yeah, I think they'd get on well. Bula. But would he start in a Poch system, or do you think Poch would bring in two new fullbacks, or at least one new fullback, or do you think Ben Johnson starts for Poch? I don't know. Excellent. That's, 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 a, good, that's a good question. <laughs> I also think where does Sufal come into the picture? Well, we can look at him at the same time. Vladimir Sufal. He's done well. Would he start at right back, or would Ben Johnson okay, start at right think, back? How do we look at this? Do we look at if Potch would? Are we looking at will they leave right now? Or are we looking at of them if if Potch came in, would he look to sell them? Would he look to not yeah, use yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. That that's the thought process. If which if one? Potch. I, said, I gave it. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I gave two if options. Potch said, yes. come, yeah. <laughs> if Potch is coming in, or a yeah. new manager that is going to play exciting football rather than this defensive football oh, that right. Moyes is playing, well, then what will go then? You reckon? I don't think he can play more attacking. Oh, give him right go then. Yeah, I, I don't know if he'd start. I'd potentially start Ben Johnson, but I Probably. think they'll possibly bring in a left back. Yeah. Obviously, we've seen with Potch's system. Right no, I think they'll. I said they'll start Ben Johnson. Oh. So yeah, I think a left back. But yeah, I think with Potch's systems before, you look at the fullbacks he's had, particularly at Tottenham, Danny Rose and Kieran Trippier, and before that, Carl Walker, very offensive fullbacks. And I think Danny Rose. Why Danny Rose nowadays? Uh, Watford, I believe. Or has he left there? I don't know. Probably. But yeah, so Johnson's a keep. Aaron Cresswell. Keep round on the bench for a bit of team leader. Yeah. Playing like an at 33, role. he should not be playing many minutes. No, but Dave's like 33, and he is playing is. too many minutes. <laughs> Kurt so Zuma. He's 38, so. Yeah. Age is not a number. No. Well, no. Age is just age, a number. Yeah, age, Sorry, just, age, age is, is a not number. a number. It's just a construct, guys. Um, <laughs> Kurt Zuma. Yeah, he needs, he's, as long as he stays away from any cats, he is a car nailed on start. Right. I think he's in, in very good, very composed on the ball now. At Chelsea, we noticed a few too many times he'd panic, rush passes similar to similar to Koulibaly. And he could get away with that when he was young. Now, I think he's matured he a, a lot better. more. He looks very Especially solid. alongside Craig Dawson. <laughs> Last season in particular, yeah. Here again, I think he'd become a bench channel. And then Sufal was saying can stay around yeah, for now. Exactly. Craig Dawson. Bench him. If yeah. Pop comes in, bench him and bring in a centre half. Yeah, fair enough. Angelo Bonner. Go, get him gone. He's he's shown too many times now he's never not good seen enough. Him do anything in the Premier League. Yeah, shown too many times he's just 
not the level West Ham need, especially when they're competing in Europe now. Yeah. So Angelo Ogbonna can go. Tilo Kavra. Now, if you're asking for Germany, brilliant right back. West Ham, awful. Yeah. He has been rubbish. I don't know where you play Kavra. Because you've got loads of right backs, you've got loads of full backs. You've got loads of centre halves. I just I don't I see where he goes. But he's only joined six months ago, and no, that's the issue. I think he's yeah. Send him out on loan. Just don't have him. In the fifteen appearances around. he's made this season, they've lost eight games and won four. Not the most stunning record. Just three clean sheets, twenty-four tackles, twenty interceptions. He did score an own goal in his debut. At one error leading to goal. That's a. That's not too bad. It's just four yellow cards as well. There's not quite loads of minutes. But no one's got him in FPL. (laughs) No, they don't. Uh, Then they have Aguard. We've not seen him. I like him. The poor bloke's been injured this year. Once he's fit, it'll be brilliant. He is a very good player, though. Imagine Morocco had him at the World Cup. Did they not? I swear he played. Oh, is he fit? Oh, he might. Oh, he did, didn't he? What am I about? Yeah, he's just. Start, he's only he's just started size. getting back in the West Ham side. Yeah. So I think a partnership of Aguard and Zuma is very solid. Yeah. And if you can bring in another centre half that rotates nicely with them, that Poch is a fan of, then I think you go and do it. I think that's you're fine there. You've got Craig Dawson as well as another option if you're looking yeah. for something different. Then um, Emerson, Emerson Palmieri. Joined from Chelsea in the summer. You don't... A brilliant left wing back. But not Premier League quality, in my opinion. And I, I mean, I've, I've never understood why teams do this. I mean, it's working at Fulham, to be fair. Andres Pereira, Willian. But it's very unusual that buying a, you know, an ageing player or a player that hasn't really cut it in the Premier League from another Premier League side yeah. just doesn't work. Like Emerson... Was good, but never really cut. I mean, he was back up to Marcus. Alonso. But it, he does seem to be a good character to have around. I've yeah, heard you can keep him around. Ben Johnson, when he was on the Happy Hour podcast, spoke a lot about how Emerson's a really nice, a good figure to have in the dressing room. Keep Obviously, around, a Champions League winner. That is going to be quite helpful to have. He can. scored in the quarterfinal against Atletico Madrid. Oh yeah, twenty twenty one. Oh, he's but, and then another player I want to throw in here who's actually in forwards is Maxwell Cornet. Now, I don't know what to think of Cornet. Uh, has he played? Not a lot. Not a is lot. Is any minutes whatsoever? Five appearances for Cornet. No goals. Five appearances just isn't enough. Four shots. He's hit the woodwork. He, he's a really good Premier League quality player. We saw that last year at Burnley. But... In a good team, I thought he'd done well. But why are they using him as a forward? I don't know. He demonstrated last year his prowess at left-back. He looked brilliant as an attacking left-back. And I think if Poch was to come in, then Poch immediately he'd be back at left-back. And he'd, yeah. I think he'd do really well there. Yeah. Or bring Shaw Deitch back in and then they'll, he'll put him there as well. Yeah. Either way, I think he's going left back soon. And then players like Harrison Ash will be very exciting. Yeah, talent not going anywhere. Same for Jamal Baptiste. On to midfielders then. The number eight, Pablo Fornells. I like him. I think he's a really good player. I really like him. And I think I'll second that on to uh, Manuel Lanzini. Both of them. Yeah, 17 appearances, one goal. Isn't stunning, but no one's played well this and we season. Know, we know the potential of these two. But where does Fornells fit? Midfield. Where in midfield? So, so if Poch comes in four two three one, he's not playing in the deeper roles. You'd imagine that'd be Rice and either Suchek or another yeah. player that they're to bring in. 
Who's your attacking midfielder in that side? Because it can't be Fornells, Lanzini and Paqueta. Oh, that's really, I think one of them's got to go. Well, it? that's the issue. West Ham are overstacked in some positions. And... Yeah, and you could say, oh, push Fornells out left, but then you have to take Saeed Benrahma out of the team. Yeah, and to be fair, if you're, if I'm, te- I'm, you know, if I'm looking at all, if I'm looking at four now, words. If I'm looking at four nails, Lanzini and Paqueta, I'm letting four nails go. You think? I'd rather Lanzini and Paqueta. I wouldn't, for Did the pure not? fact that four nails. Not only has he outperformed, he's played a lot more this season, but he has done more than Lanzini. But he's 26. Lanzini will be 30 in a month. I like Lanzini though. Okay, yeah, I like Lanzini as well, but you're not going to sell your £40 million new summer sign. Sorry, £60 million, wasn't it, for Paqueta? Mm. Something like that. Who... I'd sell four nails. I'd sell, I guess, because of the age, sell Lanzini. And but... the fact that four nails can play multiple positions, I think. I think Lanzini's a better player. You reckon? Yeah. I, I rate four nails more highly than I do Manuel Lanzini. No. I like Lanzini, but... I, I really like him. I thought he was going to be now with Dimitri Payet. What, Lanzini or yeah, Fornells? Lanzini. That didn't go well. No, but he, he's been fairly consistent over his time in the Premier League. Last season, 30 appearances, 5 goals. Yeah. 3 assists. It's not exactly the numbers. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Lan- I think I think, think Paqueta's ceiling and Fornells' ceilings are much higher yeah, than Lanzini's. Yeah, promise, but we never really saw any of it. No. But I think we could have the same with Fornells so, if he isn't given him, enough row, minutes. Keep Fornells, sell Lanzini, keep Paqueta. Yeah, but I think Fornells is more of a rotation player, whereas Paqueta yeah. has to start and has to, you know, I think under Poch he will be redefined. Flynn Downs. Got to use this man more. Well, they have been, haven't they? I think he's, he's really played the load good. this season. Seven appearances in the Premier League. I think he, I really rate Flynn Downs. Yeah, but he's played too, I've seen him play attacking midfielder way too many times. Oh, yeah. No, it's a terrible idea. Like, why? <laughs> Makes no sense. Especially when you can blame where Suchek is, and Suchek is struggling. Suchek. 19 appearances, he's played every single game for West Ham, right? Yeah. I don't think they've played 20. I don't want to say sell him, because he's done well. But still, has he done well enough? I think I don't think you sell him, but I do think he is benched. Yeah, I'll bring him Flynn Downs. All right, so Fli- Downs, Suchek, keep. Connor Coventry? Don't care. Oh, harsh on Connor Coventry, mate. I, I, he's not bad, but he's not brilliant. He's a. I mean, he's alone at the moment. Oh, okay, but... that's right then. Don't <laughs> yeah, don't need to keep him when he comes back. Obviously, Declan Rice. Keep sell. No, sell. You yes, can find a player yes, that does exactly yes. what Declan Rice does, and they've already got loads of defenders and have so much more money. They don't. They've got four mid players to play two positions, and one of them's out on loan. So they've got three players to play two positions. But they can then use the Rice money to buy more players. Yeah, sell Rice. Sell I, Chelsea. I think if... You, <laughs> that's a great idea. You get Rice at... Sev- so Rice for 70 mil is what's been touted more recently. I think they should have sold last summer after the hype of the Europa League run. Yeah. And yeah. With the World Cup coming up, I think they should have sold then. That would have been the perfect time. They've easily fetched 100 mil, probably from Chelsea, who was throwing money at anything... They fancied. They now right. they're probably going to have to sell for thirty mil less, and for what? Because he's n- he's not in that six months. West Ham have achieved nothing. Yeah, they may so, be a problem there. 
Yeah, I think they've they've waited too long to sell rice. I think now they have to though cut their losses. Mm. Not well, not losses. You're still gaining seventy mil on Declan Rice, but yeah. in terms of, I don't think he'll ever be back at that hundred mil price tag unless the second half of the season is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but if you if you can find a suitor at seventy mil, I think you sell Declan Rice, and I think you immediately sign Romeo Lavia for thirty mil. Yeah, and I think that's a brilliant bit of business. You've got forty mil left to spend, Ooh, and West Ham can invest that. Go, in January? I don't think Southampton have a choice. I think if Southampton see any money come through the door, they will be buzzing. Yeah. Because they've got nothing at the moment to work with Southampton. So I, th- I think they'd have to. 30 mil, kind of forcing their hand. Yeah. So yeah. On to the forwards then. Because we're out of midfielders to talk about. West Ham very light, especially at that more defensive midfielder role. Even if they aren't to sell Rice, they've got to bring someone in. Yeah. Surely they've got to bring someone in. It's light, weak, and obviously you talk about one or two injuries yeah. and then suddenly they're in trouble. Yeah, looking at the forwards then, Gianluca Scamacca, obviously, Kate. is a key. Brilliant striker. I think therefore, Mikel Antonio is a go. Or playing right back. Don't play him right back. Oh, I've got like four right backs okay. at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. I, li- I like Antonio. But I, I like say. him. But unless you could reinvent him into some brilliant central midfielder, he's not good enough to play up front in the for West Ham. He's a fine striker, but he's not consistent enough, and he doesn't offer you any different to what Skamaka does. Yeah, you need a different dimension off the bench, not the same player, but a bit shorter. You need someone who's very quick, someone that can get in behind and just offer something completely different to what Skamaka can offer. In terms of who that is, I don't know. Who would you suggest if you're West Ham? Backup striker. Um, or as a potential starting striker? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, a bad yeah. <laughs> No. I really I, don't know. I would look at the championship, and I know this hasn't gone well for other clubs, but the fact they've got Skamaka and I don't think they'll sell Antonio in January, mm. I would look at either Elijah Adebayo... Just, you just buy a fan. Or Adamida. And a buy. No. No. Um, no. Not why not? Premier League. Well, you say that, but why not? They're both good young strikers that will play in the Premier League. They've got yeah. to get a chance at some point. And if you've already got two strikers at the club, where's the risk? I think you could get uh, Adebayo. I think you could get both for 10 mil. That like each ten mil each. No. What? Surely you can get more for. I t- I, Maybe I, Norwich would push up to twenty. I would take Edar over Adebayo. Just I think personally, I think Edar's better. Yeah, I think I'd agree, and also I think younger than yeah. Elijah Adebayo. And yeah, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five million around that mark wouldn't be a bad deal. No, I, th- I think. But again, it feels like a Southampton new deal. A player that isn't Premier League proven. You. Know, by you know, bring you up into a, t- a team in the Premier League. I don't know. There's not many options. No, I don't. I don't see the consequence though. If he doesn't do badly, if he does badly, you <laughs> sell him on. You make a little bit of a loss, yeah. but you're still going to recoup most of the money if it's fifteen twenty mil. And if he does well, you've signed yourself a fantastic striker. I mean, yeah. look at Ivan Tony. 
was playing three years ago at Peterborough in the Championship. Now he's the third top scorer in the Premier League, or fourth top scorer in the Premier League, who might not have to not be, might not be allowed to play football ever again because he's a bit of gambling. But if we ignore that fact, <laughs> he has done incredibly well for himself. Next up, after Antonio Venice, Maxwell Corneille, who we've already Slow discussed, Jared Bowen. Key, not a single doubt in my mind. He is the shining, he's the bright star in this West Ham team. You let go of him, you lost all your He's not been this season, though. And doesn't matter, no one's been good this season. 19 appearances, two goals. Four assists, that's better than what anyone assists. else has done in a West Ham shirt. It is. No, you can't say get rid of Jabbo. No, but if you... you can't, who's going to buy him? That's what I'm, I don't think anyone will right now. Exactly. But does that not prove that he's not? No, because next it. season he will come firing under a new manager. He just got. You think he'll be back the second after season if Poch comes in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is so, also an audio based yeah, platform. I know, remember. I know. I was, I was, I was, you're on it at the same time. The people of Spotify are going to be very confused. What happened? How he didn't die. He just forgot to speak. That's all right. So Ben Rama, as well as our final player, would you keep him? Yes. Yeah, I think I would as well. This looks so Definitely. good. It reminds me of Mares, um, because he's good uh, with ball his feet. Yeah, a very technical player. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not not always well, with the so quite, you know most. Athletic. Not always with the most volume. No. Greatest volume of output. I don't know good what from I'm saying. Dead ball but... situations. Yeah, I do think they need winger cover though, because after Bowen and Ben Rama, and I'm not c- counting Corner as a winger, they Lanzini, have to play four nows, or they have to play Lanzini or Paqueta out wide. I would bring in a right winger. A lot is changing basically at West Ham. They just need some rejuvenation in certain areas, but as a as a core team, it's a good team. So that's why it doesn't make any sense as to why they're struggling this season. Yeah, but they are. And I think the only explanation for that, it can be, the only explanation possible, is David Moyes. The final thing we will touch on then. What can West Ham achieve this season? A lot. They can. UCL success is possible. UCL. We don't know. UECL. Conference League success is possible. And I mean, I've got, yeah, look at the teams in that conference league draw. Lazio. Yeah. As much as we've not seen the who they have got yet, Fiorentina as well, Braga, but oh, some good sides, but... We don't know who they're going to play yet, so it's hard to judge. They could get Lazio first round. You doubt? Oh, I don't know if they can, but that might be one of the only teams they can't get. But Fiorentina, yeah. I think they definitely can. And the same for Braga, because I think they're both in the uh, Europa League teams coming down, Conference League teams going up, weird knockout draw thing. But yeah, their round 16 will be drawn after that has played out, and then obviously we'll see who they have to play. Yeah. But you'd expect them to go deep in that, no matter who the manager is. Yeah, you would. You would. But I don't think Moyes... I think if Moyes is there, they're not winning it. But if they can bring in someone like a Parch, they can definitely yeah. still win it. Yeah. Magic of the FA Cup. Is it possible that West Ham win the FA Cup? No. Why not? It's not possible. They're not winning the World Cup. Um, no, then they're def- <laughs> that, that, that is one thing that is impossible. They can't win the World Cup. They did in 66, but they can't do it again. They cannot win the FA Cup. It's just not going to happen. Why not? They're still... M- but if Wigan can win the no, FA Cup, anyone no. can. That was a different time. Oh, mate. Back in my day, Wigan no, can win the FA Cup. No. But like in this, you know, you've still got City, Arsenal, United, Mate, Liverpool, Wigan beat City Tottenham. in the final. What's your point? They're not going to beat them. Also, just talking about how Tottenham don't win trophies. So. Yeah, 
Okay, look, West Ham will go deep, but not win it. Mm. They could get quarters, they could get round 16. Semis, um, massive push. Massive push. If You know, if West Ham win a European trophy, they'd have won one before Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester City. Arsenal, surely Arsenal won a European They're not. No. Maybe. Arsenal haven't won a Champions League. Oh, two, they lost the Europa yeah. League final. They'll yeah. win it this year, I they, reckon. They've lost two Champions League finals, haven't they? No, only one to Barcelona. Yeah, they won't win that. Unless there's a Champions League final that I've forgotten about. Tottenham also lost a Champions League final to Liverpool. And yeah. City, of course, lost to Chelsea Poch. as well. Poch got Tottenham that final against Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, okay. In case we forgot, guys, Poch, you know, was the manager of Tottenham. Yeah, no. But, yeah. I'm just saying, he's, but I think Conference League should be a success. I think it should be the focus. FA Cup be the can focus. go deep. And they can, uh, they can still get top just 10. See they can still get top 10. Because you win the Conference League, you're in but Europe no matter where you finish. You win the Championship, mm. you're still in the Europa League. Yeah, I think it's a nice place to round off. Yeah. It's been a good episode, probably just over that 30 minute mark, maybe just under. But hope you've enjoyed it regardless, viewers and listeners. Look out for the streams. I know we are live. This goes out on Wednesday. So tomorrow for Manchester City Tottenham, the stream page will already be up for that if you're watching when this goes out. So make sure to join us there. should be a good stream. Then join us at the weekend for more brilliant streams. And yeah, obviously if you're watching this much later than that, you know, five months down the line, looking back to see whether we, we called there. it. You'd imagine so, by definite, then yeah. Those streams won't be available. But look out on the channel for whatever content is next. So we sound on the end screen, so make sure to keep watching. But yes, thank you for watching or listening. And yeah. Do all the good things. Hit like, subscribe, comment. That's all for us today, though. Thank you all very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.